Hello everyone, this is John with Under the Floorboards here to give you this week's trigger warning. This movie does contain instances of sexual assault and if that is something that is triggering for you, please know that the National Sexual Assault Hotline is 1-800-656-4673. Again, the National Sexual Assault Hotline is 1-800-656-4673. And please remember that as our listeners, you are not alone. of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh with the creatures that go bump in the night. I am your host, Sean, joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Eric. Eric, how are you today? Fucking fabulous, dude. I know, man. We're keeping it as clean as we can on this episode. So we finally got to this one, dude. If, if you've lit... Yeah, I know. <laughs> so this is a movie that I really, really fucking love. Mm-hmm. And for those of you, I know if you're listening, you've already listened to our uh, preliminary uh, things for this episode. I do want to go ahead and tell everybody now who is stuck with us that though there are situations of sexual assault in this, I've got to tell you, it's really respectful to the actresses and the actors. And it's like, they don't show anything, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of inference, uh, which, you know, it's it's not like I w- I'm watching I Spit on Your Grave yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something that is just part of the plot. And that part of the plot is maybe... 10 minutes yep. of this movie. And we are deliberately going to make sure that we're being respected of people that have been through this or people that, you yeah. know what I mean? And make sure Absolutely. that we, we aren't harping on it or spending too much time with it either, because I don't feel like it's necessary mm-hmm. aside from just mentioning the plot itself. And I'll go ahead um, and say now that I've brought this movie to Eric before. Yeah. And I think part of the reason that I wanted to watch it is when you look at the things that are outside of that, as some of you will kind of catch on, this movie's very on brand for it, us. It's very, very good. It, it's good in a way that we can talk about it, right? Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? That, that we can enjoy watching it and that kind of thing. So, yeah, just getting that stuff out of the way early because it's important. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because if you're going to be triggered by this episode, I just want you to know ahead of time. Again, I don't think that... We're also not like a lot of casts where I feel like they're kind of disrespectful about some of the shit like yep. this. It's one of those things where we don't really... We make fun of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. and That is not something that you can make light of no matter how hard yeah, you try. Yeah, I'm not so. Anthony Jeselnik. Anyways, uh, so moving in. I've seen this movie a handful of times now. Uh, Eric, what was your first impression of this movie? A first impression was, again, it was one of those things where I love me a fucking like revenge kill. Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of like <laughs> just justice must be dispensed motherfucker mm-hmm. kind of vibe you know so I'm, not batman justice like yeah, street justice street justice <laughs> like western you know we're gonna have a gunfight kind of vibe you know what i mean and so yeah this is my second time watching it definitely um worth the second watch i feel mm-hmm. like as well just to pick up on a, little, a few key things but yeah first impression is this one's a whole lot of fun mm-hmm. and it is a very very satisfying ending i'll say very you yeah, know, yeah. We, we get some good <laughs> conflict resolution and some story resolution and character arcs and all that shit it's great mm-hmm. so the first time i watched this movie uh it, it was one of those things that, you know i have a habit of just like going through Things on Tubi, which mm-hmm. shameless plug, Tubi. Yeah, let, if you're listening right ahead. now, yeah, we don't do free ads, but we're about to do a free fucking ad. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta tell you, Tubi. If you guys are not on that right now, is one of the best apps that I've ever used for media because their timeline of stuff is like there. It's even to the point where like I'll go on Hulu 
and that is also on Tubi. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking yeah. mind-blowing yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. Like, oh, but there's ads on. It's like, dude, you sit through, like, maybe three minutes worth of ads in w- an hour movie. Like, I would also, like, just my opinion, I think I would rather handle ads during a movie than I would pay for a service. And that's yeah. really, the, like, the yeah. plus side of Tubi is this shit's completely free. Mm-hmm. You can 100%. create your account and everything and do stuff, but they don't ask any money from anybody except the people that are running the ads on the <laughs> shit, which is dope as fuck. I appreciate that. What is cool is that you actually don't even have to make an account. Yeah. You can actually you can just, just you can just go on Tubi and watch stuff. Now, if you want them to like hold your give you recommendations, mm-hmm. and, I do. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and give you like you know your favorites list that you can occupy, then yeah, you sign up for it. But it's still completely free, mm-hmm. and that's where I find all of these like really awesome horror gems that like Netflix used to have yep. back in the day. This is the new Netflix for me. 100%. Yeah, this, 100%. Is, this is the new Netflix. It's got fucking BattleBots on it right now, too. <laughs> Who doesn't love BattleBots? Come on, man. But anyways, uh, moving into our, our movie, you know, it's it, I, I loved the fact that I got to just kind of scroll around and find this movie, and sure. I love gems like that. So, And it's really cool, too, because to me, there are a couple people in here of note that really kind of like Tira Scoby. Scoby, yeah. Scoby. Uh, who's now like, you know, over a million followers mm-hmm. on Instagram and is on uh, Riverdale and stuff like that's so, really cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love uh, the idea of looking at a movie, a horror movie specifically, that's like B-listed, that somebody famous is in, but they're famous now, but they weren't famous when they were yeah. in it. Like yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Olsen has like two movies like that. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's almost everybody. It's almost like name a person. Yeah. So this was uh, she and Kristen Zian's movie. With that being said, Eric, what does our itinerary look like? Yep, this one came out in 2015. It was written, directed by Terry Miles. Uh, clocking in at a remarkable one hour and 19 minutes. This is where I start getting a little fucking, you know, like, okay, like a little can, giddy. A little bit giddy. We can close one out on a lunch break, perhaps. <laughs> you know, don't watch this at work. Don't watch this at work. <laughs> Your whole office is going to be like. <laughs> We've got Tierra Scovey, as we mentioned, as Katie Christian Zien as Sloan, also known as Heather, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Shella Horstel as Abby, Michael Carl Richards as Jason. We've got Garrett Black as Jed, Jameson Parker as Lucas. We've got Gwyneth Walsh as the mother, mm-hmm. just mother. Patrick Gilmore as Boris, Craig March as Ser- uh, Sheriff Andrews, and Christian Sloan as the pastor. Yeah, I made it through it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there, it was just incredible to see like some of these actors and actresses in there. I read a review of this movie uh, when I guess it had first come out. Somebody had written on IMDb that they didn't like the movie because it felt as though the girls were never in any real danger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the most like privileged comment I've read yep. in my entire life. <laughs> yep. And completely disagreed with that. And I will say the only the only other thing of note moving into this movie mm-hmm. is it does hold a record. Yeah, it, it holds a world uh-huh. record. This one is really funny to me. Yeah, yeah. so it, the, you can look this up on the uh, trivia facts. It holds the record for longest intro into the title. So what I mean by that is the movie is obviously called even lambs have teeth there is sequences for 20 minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> before they plaster the fucking title across which is over one quarter of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, it's it, it, was, it was like one of the funniest facts I had yeah, ever read it's, about it's a movie. Fantastic. And it was like so low to the ground that mm-hmm. I was like, I was surprised that anybody clocked that one. Yep. 100%. <laughs> And actually, they've got like a title card guy that's in the back of the theater with all the critics when you watch it later too like especially when you watch it the first time it almost hits you sideways because mm-hmm. you're just like sitting oh there fuck yeah, yeah you're like I didn't realize they were going to do that I thought we just started the movie you just hear him in the back like holy fucking shit they did it <laughs> but that's, she's got that's it. a world record <laughs> uh, so we start off with I will say this first scene is very drug uh, party yeah <laughs> Let's get drugs. <laughs> I definitely thought it was... Uh, and actually, uh, I think Manny Jacinto, who plays Vince... Uh, yeah. Uh, he plays... Um, I cannot remember, but he's one of the four main characters in The Good Place. Uh, which was Hell funny. Yeah. Which was funny to me, because it's like, wow. Like he At the time, he mm-hmm. or looking back at it now, it's like he was the most famous person. I didn't watch Riverdale, so... Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, he pulls out like four or five envelopes and he's just like i just kind of raided my medicine cabinet Mm. man and kind of put stuff in and let's see where we all go with it i'm like i don't take just drugs yeah that's a weird flex (laughs) like you you can't like don't get me wrong i've put a lot of shit into my body but i couldn't imagine somebody just handing me an envelope that just says drugs on it (laughs) that's kind of what i'm saying these drugs are made out of drugs (laughs) what are you on Lanesta <laughs> stool softeners. <laughs> I got Benadryl. <laughs> He's just asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there it is a completely like inconsequential scene. Yeah, it, 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 that that was what was so weird about this scene to me. This is truthfully the only scene in this movie that I really was like, I don't know if that was necessary. <laughs> Aside from just to show that these characters are like free spirited, like one of them is exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? I yeah, because I felt like. Uh... Sloane's character was definitely free-spirited, but then you look at Katie, and Katie's just kind of like, I don't really want to do drugs. And then there's people that are sitting at the picnic table that are like, I'm not doing drugs unless Katie does drugs. Well, now you're a problem, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) So... You can kill everybody's day, or you can do the fucking drugs. Great friends. You gotta love that. You gotta love that shit. And then there's just like, I guess this is like our whole opening credit scene. Is it's just like running through everybody that's in the movie. Imagine me and you. I think, I think that. Yeah, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. They're just like sitting there yeah. literally hugging trees. Being and fucking like... drugged. <laughs> and then we just walk back to... Uh, Katie's mom's house. Yep. Right. I assume the dad's out of the picture because we don't see yeah, him in yeah, this yeah. whole movie. Hi, we're less high. Yeah. <laughs> S- Sloan comes in, and I feel like everyone kind of had this relationship growing up with someone's parents, mm-hmm. where you go in and you say, "Hi, mom." Yep. They're like, "I wish you were my kid." I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> cries, single oh, tear, daddy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mommy. <laughs> So that was obviously the relationship that they kind of had walking yeah. into this house. Best buddies, friends forever. Everybody knows everybody kind of Yeah, vibe. yeah. exactly. Yeah. She's stealing sugar cookies because it's cute because mm-hmm. she's not actually her daughter. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I just it's cookie time, girls. And she's like, oh, but <laughs> I should yell at you for being undergrad. She's like, you already did yell at me for being undergrad. And I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, you darn kids. <laughs> so they go upstairs after stealing these sugar cookies, which, by the way, can we just like all be on the same track that sugar cookies are objectively the shittiest cookie yeah, out man. there. Yeah, man. I would rather eat oatmeal raisin for the rest of my it's, fucking life than ever have to eat a sugar cookie. It's like <laughs> cheese pizza. You know what I mean? It's just like, 
I get that you like cheese on your pizza, but everybody does. Everybody likes their cookie to have sugar in it, right? We have, you know what I mean? We have other options that we can, you know, amplify this experience with, right? Why wouldn't you? Anyway. Why am I excited for the thing that it already is supposed to happen? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so they're upstairs and they're talking about how uh, they're signing up for this farm deal where they're going to help with it's some hippie farm. They call it something else, but it's a hippie farm. CSA, I think. Yeah, what does that stand for? Uh, hippie farm. <laughs> it's a hippie farm. Basically, like these are like uh, community. Something agriculture, community supported agriculture. Oh, motherfucker. We got there. Motherfucker. It took 30 minutes, but we got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, the, the concept being is that they get to work on this farm for a month and it's near New York. Is that right? Or something like no, that? Like, what, it's, what, how did New York play into it? They're going to, so they're saving up money so that they can have a shopping weekend in New York. Got it. Okay. Which is just stupid. Which to is me. the weirdest thing. We've got to go to this farm to make this amount of money to also, go to this city. How much money are you making at this farm? I was going to say it's community supported. <laughs> Something tells me <laughs> it's less than minimum wage. <laughs> but they just pay you in carrots. Yeah. You sell the carrots. It's like, it's like Napoleon Dynamite, where he gives him a sandwich and orange juice with an egg <laughs> in it, and like six dollars and change at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh, so they're talking about how they're trying to get their personas together because mm-hmm. um, Sloane's character wants to be called Heather. Mm-hmm. She's like, I think Heather is a great name. It's so 70s. It's funny because like she's selling it like all centrally, but she's selling it to Katie. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like trying to figure out her name too. She's like, well, you should have one too. She's mm-hmm. like, Ripley. And I'm like, ooh, alien reference. Yep. Mm-hmm. I felt that. <laughs> yep, 100%. <laughs> felt that <laughs> <laughs> what um, what do you think the um logic was behind switching names aside from just like the the fun of it or whatever like, i i think part of it too is uh tracking so like let's let's put myself in the shoes of a young attractive woman okay um, <laughs> if i were to <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel <laughs> sensual nice <laughs> if if i were to go to you know, anywhere outside of myself, like if I was going to a camp or something like that, I would definitely come up with an alias because if I was hot and I wanted to have like a fling or something, but didn't want this dude to ever call me again. Heard on that. He now can't find me on social media. I have, I, I guess I've just never like overestimated my ability to score. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know where I stand and I'm batting about George Costanza. So, like... Costanza out! <laughs> Yeah, so we've got our aliases and everything, and um, the uncle, um, uh, Katie's mother's brother, mm-hmm. whose name is Jason, is going to be kind of acting as their, like, quote-unquote Liam Neeson for this one, you know what I yeah. mean? He's, he wants them to um, uh, call, and, and if they can't call, text, to make sure you use code words mm-hmm. and this kind of thing. So he's in the picture and everything. Heather has it for Jason, by the way. Not Heather Sloan. I'm going yeah, to fuck that up. Yeah, like, it's yeah, interchangeable, yeah. apparently. Yep. Uh, Heather Sloan. Wh- what I will say is, uh, so he does pick them up from, I guess, the bus station or whatever, because they're not leaving until the following day. The way they time managed this movie was just fucking weird to yeah. me. Um, but anyways, they're driving back and uh, Heather Sloan is being very like overt about hitting on him. Being, mm-hmm. And even even so so much to the point where she's just like, what's your uh, what's your girlfriend's name? Oh, it's this. 
So just your girlfriend. Yeah, we're dating. Is so it not serious? Yeah, is it serious? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Sloan's a little freak. <laughs> Katie's mom calls while they're on the way back to the house, and we find out that um, Sloan has swapped over uh, Katie's ringtone to just hardcore porn noises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she calls her and goes, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Maybe this should be on Patreon. I don't know. <laughs> if, you, if you guys want to listen it, to John moan for 30 minutes. It, well. <laughs> I'll moan for 30 minutes for Patreon. Content. Yes, sir. <laughs> you haven't even heard my personal moans yet. <laughs> oh. Please don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, we get back to the house and we meet uh, Jason's partner, which I don't remember. Gemma. Gemma. And mm-hmm. Gemma's a bitch anyway. Gemma sucks. Yeah, Gemma fucking sucks. Uh, the only thing notable in this house is there is a rounded, so they're in like a, an almost in a, like apartment duplex style. Mm-hmm. So you walk down the initial hallway through the front door and there's a rounded corner and the rounded corner just has like this very small map of the world uh-huh. that goes yeah. across it. And it looks so stupid. It was yeah. just like this purple. Fu- I was like, Oh, there's Africa. Oh, there's Europe. There's Asia. There's oh my god, what they, the fuck? They like, have a map of the world on their wall. It was a weird. Uh, I don't know. Not my design choice. <laughs> I just feel like you just took up space for no reason. <laughs> we gotta put something on this wall. Um, so, anyways, really, they go. It's it's all inconsequential. They go to mm-hmm. bed. They get up the next morning and they go to uh, the general store. I guess outside yeah, yeah, of town, the, right? The local hangout. <laughs> <laughs> population 200 people in this county yeah, kind of vibe you know what i mean sloan and katie even like walk in and the girls just like sitting there reading the paper mm-hmm. and she's like we don't have a toilet here they have one across the street mm-hmm. don't drink the coffee no no seriously don't don't drink the coffee mm-hmm. i was like ah so originally i thought the diner was like the, where everything fucking hub. happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it is not it is not <laughs> And actually, as it just had really shitty coffee. Yeah, they, <laughs> y'all have pie here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they walk. Uh, Katie and Sloan walk back out, and they're having the conversation with Jason. And he's like, "Okay, uh, well, we need a code word if you're going to text me." And Katie's like, "All right, well, how about Apple?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's good." But you need to change it every day to the next part of the mm-hmm. alphabet so that people, if you get, if you get kidnapped, <laughs> they, the kidnappers won't be able to tell what our fucking code is, which is completely incorrect. But Hey, I'm totally safe. Period. Apple. Period. <laughs> also, could you imagine if they had done that on the second day? I know. <laughs> Still safe. Banana. <laughs> Still, still safe. Cranberry. <laughs> how, how long can we go? Do you want to try? Yeah, so... Dates. Um, <laughs> stop. <laughs> it is worth mentioning that Jason, I don't know if you mentioned this already or not, but Jason is a detective. Yep. Yep. So he has, like I said, I, I'm making the Taken comparison here with him and Liam sure. Neeson and everything. So... Um, he's Liam Neeson. He's Liam Neeson. He he fucks off. And he really looks like Christian Slater, though. Yeah. Like, it's kind of uncanny. It is uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> we needed, like, Wish Christian, Christian Slater. <laughs> Not quite, but enough. Um, 
And the girls uh, make their way over to, like, the diner, the mm-hmm. only restaurant in this town or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? I will say, as they're making their way, or right before they make their way across the street, one thing I loved about this scene, and I've talked about this a lot in the cast, but the slasher or monster or whatever you want to call it, being in the background. Mm-hmm. So, like, as they're talking to Jason and talking about their code words and shit, we see the kidnapper's truck. Mm-hmm. drive right past them and not with the camera focusing on mm-hmm. it was just background movement yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like Ooh. yep good stuff <laughs> yeah yeah watching it the second time i was like okay that was mm-hmm. super intentional that was really awesome 100 uh, percent. so yeah we make our way across the street to the diner where i assume that they have pie yep and also really shitty coffee um, and the weirdest owner i've seen in my entire life yeah so this guy comes out brandishing a knife and he's holding it like like an like anime, claymore. yeah, like an anime <laughs> character holding a seven foot long sword would like. It's kind of like laying against his shoulder and everything. He he's hitting the. Uh, Can I help y'all? You know what I mean. What was the like? He had a couple of great lines in this movie. What do you think was like the standout during this exchange? During this exchange, yeah. Oh God. Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> Really, I'm thinking about his second exchange because that was the best one. Essentially, the girls are looking for the bathroom, and he's. Yeah, and this was the best exchange because yeah, he, yeah. she asked him if you have a bathroom, and he just stared at her. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." The camera like goes back and forth and just like looks at their face, and one of them is like, "Where is it?" He's like, "Over there." <laughs> Way down yonder. <laughs> yeah, dude. And they kind of like okay. Uh, and Sloane's like, I'm gonna go first. <laughs> yeah, Katie's just like just standing Katie there, at the like, bar. God, that's such yeah. a bitch move. Like, yeah. also, that's the only. Th- this is the only issue that I have in this movie because that is bullshit. Mm-hmm. There's no part of me that believes that two girls in a foreign land didn't go to the bathroom together. No, 100, 100. percent Like, y'all do that all the time. <laughs> y'all do that just at the bar. <laughs> Like at somebody's house. <laughs> Let's With, go to the bathroom. <laughs> like it's like an announcement. One of the bars that I work at has two bathrooms in it. Each one of them has one toilet and one sink. Mm. And I have watched up to six girls walk in at one time. Yeah. If somebody can message us and explain what that's about, that'd be sick. I just don't get it. Yeah. Um not my thing. Anyway, the over under on this scene is that the uh brothers that were in the truck earlier that Sloan was admiring for being hot mm. rednecks, whatever. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, if you're into that sort of thing, (laughs) they come in as well and they start kind of making eyes at the girls. And one of the, the younger brother, I assume is like, Hey, do you guys have any pie? Yeah, they're making eyes at Katie because Katie's Katie, the only okay. one that's still at the church. Right, right, right. Um, right. Because again, Sloane's a bitch and just went to the potty by herself, and, <laughs> and like like a functioning human being would that respects their own yeah. privacy. <laughs> yeah, if you're a man. Yeah, well, I don't. Know. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, he's like, uh, "Yeah, we have pie, mm-hmm. dude." And yeah. like, as they're kind of, he's like mad. They're like, they're like messing up his game a little bit or something you know what i mean (laughs) game recognized game i guess yeah (laughs) uh so we have sloan walks back out of the bathroom comes up to the counter and she goes god you know when you don't order food and there's already a snack at your table and i was like oh fuck god damn it sloan's little freak entry number two i mean like don't get me wrong you can be a freak i respect the shit out of that 
don't give it away to strangers that yep. you don't know yet. Like, yep. don't tell them, like, hey. Yeah, I was asking earlier about the alias names. You're totally right. Yeah, because they will never be found again. Sloan was, ah. trying, <laughs> was trying to smash. Good call. <laughs> Good call. Um, and they're having a conversation. The thing that stood out to me in this scene was the fact the that French fries. Yeah, there's a there's a. wouldn't stop talking about the French fries. Dude, here's the thing, man. There has never been a more perfect side item to order at any place in the world than French fries. Okay. I will never stop eating French fries. It's like it's like that Burt Kreischer shit where he's like, I, 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 will, I will always keep myself just healthy enough that I can continue eating this. And they just left him there. Nobody touched the fucking fries. I get that it's hard from like from a continuity standpoint. Like food is notorious for being one of the hardest things to keep. You know, sure. You know what I mean. Sure. And I understand why nobody would touch him. It pissed me off that nobody touched him because they like you're wasting food, fucker. You know what I mean? They're also French fries. You sacrifice food for dick. A hundred percent, loser. <laughs> um, anyway, like what happens in this sequence is they have an hour for the bus. You know, they have an hour to wait for the bus. So they're mm-hmm. just sitting here killing time and that kind of thing. And the guys are like, "We have a truck, and we know exactly where you're we going." We have a truck. Yeah, <laughs> I have an army. <laughs> we have a truck. <laughs> um, and they offer to give the girls a ride up mm-hmm. to the up to the farm and that kind of thing. So Sloane is down as fuck, right? Even though Katie is like that character that's like, I think we can just wait. Yeah. Again, I feel like that's the normal response and that, that free spirit energy tends to get people yeah. in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just throwing that out there. And I'm not going to be that person to... I'm going to get this out of the way now. Mm-hmm. I am never going to victim blame and... Mm-hmm. There is one thing that we are told from the from like the ability to begin to listen to what rules are. What do you what do you do when a stranger offers you a ride somewhere? What do you not even start to do to begin with? Yeah. You don't talk to strangers. <laughs> yep. Yep, and maybe I'm just not like a traveler. You know what I mean? Maybe I just don't have that energy where I'm like I want to meet new people and have all these like totally normal interactions with strangers. Fuck that! I'm I've already never, met people. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it, it it the guys leave because like it, um, Katie is making it clear like we're not mm-hmm. interested kind of thing, and then Sloan she breaks. Yeah, yeah, she breaks. Sloan is asserting her influence over Katie. You she know? just throws the the Popeye. Yep. Not like, urgh, not but like, like spinach, but, but like, like her eyes pop and her yeah. fucking uh, her eyebrows like, go like Dangerfield. Up. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, we uh-huh. we could get some dick. Yeah. <laughs> we could get some dick. She doesn't get any respect. <laughs> no respect. No respect. <laughs> there's a, there's a weird slow mo shot. Can we talk about like all of the weird editing choices that they made? Yeah. Like up to this point, like cutting things and doing like ultra speed and slow motion and that kind of thing. It was weird. It's like a '90s music video. Yeah, where... <laughs> there, there was there was definitely a lot of that in this movie, and it starts off pretty strong. Like the scene before they actually get to the the quickie mart outside of town. Yep. Uh, when they're actually getting into the car and walking up to it, they just cut up the scene. Mm-hmm. And it's really fucking awkward because it's like, they're walking. Now they're next to the car. Now they're opening the trunk. Mm-hmm. Now they're putting stuff in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Now they're fucking getting back in the car. Now they're driving away. Oh, but they just made another extra 30 feet. I'm like, what the fuck is right. going on? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they eventually join back up with the brothers and they're going to hitch mm-hmm. a ride up to the, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Catch a ride! <laughs> Pop the wagon, I'm here. 
direction right. And here's the thing is the girls already know that something is amiss because they start going up the road and... <laughs> Even Sloane is like, uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Katie is just like, I think that was our turn. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our... Are we going to turn around? You'll see. <laughs> I'm like, that's not fucking ominous, stranger nope. man. <laughs> it's not good. So they pull into uh, this gravel road, which goes up to their farmhouse, which I guess is also a restaurant. That's mm-hmm. at least what the sign says. But it, <laughs> but it looked like they killed their grandmother and stole mm-hmm. this house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, and they're like, you know, the girls are like gripping each other's hands tightly because in their heads they're about to fucking die. Mm-hmm. Instead, they continue to go into this fucking house mm-hmm. and get pie. Because mm-hmm. mom's there, right? The mother of these two brothers is there. And she's got her wine out. It's like 11 a.m. You know what I mean? I feel that. <laughs> no judgment coming from me on that shit. Fucking make day drinking normal again. <laughs> That's all I've got Fight to say. the powers that be. That's all I've got to say about that. Um. So I will say I love this scene just for her like um, when she serves the pie to the girls Sloan is just like oh my god this is so good she goes oh yeah it's a blue ribbon recipe I was like what is like the roofie the extra flavor uh, right well and compared to the other five people that live in this town you know what I mean <laughs> she um, actually if- had to make the ribbon when she won <laughs> <laughs> if I'm rolling 20% odds at a worst to win something and become a champion yeah you know what I mean She's like rubbing everybody's face in it. <laughs> would you like whipped cream? Whipped cream would be great. <laughs> the Murphy was actually in the whipped cream. They take a couple bites and then the brothers kind of show up beside them. They walk out of the room and they kind of cross their arms. And Sloane looks at Katie and Katie looks at Sloane. And Sloane's like, oh shit, we've been drugged. And kind of just falls, you know. She's, yeah, she starts to fall back. And Katie's right. like, what the fuck? Drug, drugs. And they're just like, oh fuck. <laughs> Drugs, KD. <laughs> so they run out of the house and like there's smart this, move. It's well, I guess because it's about like a minute and a half shot where they're just running away, mm-hmm. and then we pan back into the house, and the mom's just like, "So you guys should probably go get them before they reach the road." And the girls like, "Fuck, we gotta oh, go get fuck. the girls." Fuck, you're so right, Mom. Maybe you didn't marry your cousin. I'd have actual like problem solving skills. I'm so glad we still live with you. <laughs> I'm saving so much rain. <laughs> and Katie and Sloan are like tripping over themselves, making it down that like gravel driveway and everything. <laughs> and the dudes rush out. N- none of the four people in this movie can run. <laughs> Form was awful. They run like Jonathan and Terrifier yeah. too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we the camera stays put on the house itself, like the front of the house, and we have a long take of like they finally catch up to the girls and bring them back, and they're like out, out, like right. KO'd. You know what I mean? And Take them up the porch, take them inside, the door closes behind them. And we get our fucking title screen. Bam. Even lambs have teeth. <laughs> Perfect setup. I was like, ah, oh, they did it. And like, not to like pause on the plot standpoint, but like, what a great introduction to a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know where we're at. We meet the characters, you know where we're at. Everything has been established. Everything that we assume is going to happen is absolutely going to happen. And everything we are in it, we're done. Mm. You know what I mean? Awesome intro. Yeah, and on top of that, like, for this being an hour and 18 minutes, that was the first 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like, the setup was there. And, like, I wish more movies were just bing, bang, boom Mm -hmm. with a lot of shit like that. Um, So then we wake up the next day. And, guys, this is the part that we're going to kind of breeze over pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, 
there are what we refer to as the red pill or the blue pill, mm-hmm. which were two uh, cargo containers. One held a respective girl, one had Katie, one had Sloan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sloan was the blue pill and Katie was the red pill. Yep. They are explained to, they are found in their underwear, chained inside of it. They are now what we perceive as sex slaves uh, for the county and the people that mm-hmm. are in on this. And people will pay to come in and have sex with mm-hmm. these people. Um, again, I would like to reiterate that this movie is very respectful about a lot of these aspects. We're not actually watching anything happen, which is great. Yep. Um, and again, this is just about 10 minutes. There, worth there's the no nudity. There's no nothing is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, and we have a couple characters, I guess, if you want to just like gloss over, not gloss over, but just like speed. They run need, through yeah. They, they just need to know yep. what the, yeah. We have Boris. Boris is effectively like the ringleader for a lack of a better mm-hmm. way of putting it for 100%. this. He works with both of the brothers. There is a cop who I assume is like the sheriff, sheriff in Andrews. town. Yeah. 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 Um, there is um, a guy who is nameless in the credits. Who, yeah, the curly-haired you, you, the guy. The curly-haired guy. And then there is a guy wearing a pig mask. All of these people, and in one way or another, perform what you assume they perform on these girls in various mm-hmm. like scenes and that kind of thing. And I think we can just move on from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we meet. I will say, uh, it is funny when we meet the cop. Is yep. the only thing that I will point out because they're like showing the girls how the shower operations work, which again, there's no nudity or anything mm-hmm. like that. The cop shows up, he's pointing the gun at the guys and he's like playing a prank, I guess, because mm-hmm. he's just like, what's going on here? And he pulls out the gun and the girls like run behind him yeah. and he's just like, oh man, do they have guns? They're like, yeah, you can see the fucking yeah. guns. And he start, he starts to like laugh mm-hmm. and turn around and like poor Katie is just like, what is happening yeah. right now? Mm-hmm. But that was the only thing really of note. And that's essentially it. The, the only other plot point that I'll mention during all of this is that um, Boris gets a hold of Katie's phone. Mm-hmm. Their aliases are eliminated through uh, some, you know, sleuthing and yeah. that kind of thing. Effectively, he sends the word Apple to Jason in a text again, like mm-hmm. trying to play along with the fact that, like, oh, God, we got to use your code word so nobody suspects anything, right? right and that sort of thing. Um, Jason sees Apple for the second time and is now like, okay, fuck. That, that's, that's, yeah, oh, fuck. That, that's, that's code red at this point. I have to go rescue my niece and her friend, right? Meanwhile, so, his wife or it, like fiance is just being a fucking bitch. My parents are going to be here for dinner in 10 minutes. Where are you going? You always do this. Yeah, like, a, a girl up. is about to get assaulted and you want to go off and save them for some reason instead of being here with me. Mm-hmm. Yep. At and, this point, I don't want to be. No. with you either <laughs> not, at not at all so that's that let's so now, see then we find ourselves back or at the station for the first time uh like if we're skipping over like everything through the pig plus man. or minus 10 minutes yeah here. plus or minus yeah. 10 minutes yeah. uh jason has kind of put together like the area because he has called farm at this point mm-hmm. and has confirmed that neither one of them showed up they did not report. and of course mm-hmm. her his fucking fiance is still being a bitch about it and it's mm-hmm. like they're fine i don't know why you keep doing this they're fine so he's like, listen, I will explain later, which I don't think you can explain anything to this girl. Nope. Uh, so he goes down to the she station. She is the main character in her own world. Oh, you my know God. I mean? right. yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. She's the like. And in everybody else is based on her estimation, we'll say. Yeah. She's like yeah. an A3 <laughs> <laughs> sub point. <laughs> 
So we wind up at the station for the first time, and uh, we have Jason talking to Sheriff Andrews, who we as the audience know that he's already in on it, mm-hmm. right? He's yep. he's really essentially protecting this operation mm-hmm. for his own Viagra-filled needs. You don't talk about a blue pill, red pill situation. Oh my God. Yeah. He plays it off not well to yeah. Jason, because he's just kind of like... Who Jason is is very aware that this shit is like gone south and yeah. this dude's in on it. You know what I mean? He just doesn't have the evidence. Yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he gave the sheriff too much information mm-hmm. because he t- tipped him off to the fact that she didn't use the right code word right. the next day. And it's like, oh, God. So Boris becomes suspicious of all of this. Mm-hmm. It, it's another one of those, like, we're going to the shipping containers to have a conversation with the girls and that kind of thing. And... Um, it, the, the idea being now that like, okay, we have to get rid of these girls. Mm-hmm. We have to, you know, it, d- uh, what does he say? Like, I think the, the verbiage is like dump them where, where you where dump, dump the other ones. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or something like that. Because yeah. this is a ring. Eventually yeah. these girls use up their utility or honestly, they, they are not being treated the most hospitably either. Like obviously like from what they're dealing with, yeah. but like they have like an outdoor shower. There's a hole in the ground where they use the bathroom and that kind of thing. You know what they I mean? They do have it's a bucket. Like, oh, they had a bucket. Yeah, they, okay. they, do, they do have a bucket. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> even Jed makes a comment where he's like to be cleaned as needed. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I hate that. You feel like that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so they all, um, all the, all the people fuck off and they leave the dude there who is the character that I referred to as like the nameless person. He's mm-hmm. the guy with the curly hair and everything. Um, this dude he's is borderline schizophrenic. Yeah. This guy is not a hundred percent like socially functional and that kind of yeah. thing. And so, um, what happens with, uh, Katie is she gets the idea that like, you know, I will say, just for posterity's sake, uh, Sloan being the free spirit and kind of the forefront character Mm -hmm. is broken right now. Mm She has been absolutely mind broken, mm-hmm. and is, I think the the line that she used was, "I'm just so tired." Yeah. yeah. Whereas what I really liked about this scene was it felt like Katie taking the reins for herself because her character mm-hmm. is not like Sloane's personality. Yeah, exactly. So I did really love this scene. Exactly. For that. Yep. Um, effectively what she does is use her powers of seduction to convince the guy that she loves I'd have been him dead. back. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're not fucking lying. She she would have had all of her clothes on and I would have been dead. I would have just, <laughs> my heart would have exploded. Um, <laughs> and his heart grew four sizes that year. Yep. <laughs> but she gets essentially all of the information that she needs Mm-hmm. to you know what i mean um i don't think she was getting information yet i think she was just literally because she was like you love me don't you and like you know playing mm-hmm. with an emotionally and mentally unstable human being like she played that so well she was asking questions about where what do they do with the other girls you know they kill them right yeah, yeah. they kill them right and so now it's it's, like, i don't want to talk about them uh-huh, yeah. i'm like dude you just gave you tried to give him 400 bucks to rail them before yeah. they got murdered so yep. like you should probably just at least fess up to that part of it. Yep, 100%. At this point, we get a cut. Uh, Jason has made it to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So Jason is in the diner where we met uh, Pie Guy, for lack of a better way of putting it. <laughs> it's Sa- the Pie Man. Same weird interaction. And, and he's like, did you see two girls come through here? Uh, he's like, well, the yeah. Dude, with- <laughs> the dude acts like he's about to get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just have a couple questions for you. Uh, are you are you here? To, I've got a pistol under that. What's he say? It's like <laughs> he walks yeah. in and he's just like, 
hey, I just had to ask you a couple questions about some people that I'm looking for. And he just goes, are you trying to rob me? I have a gun underneath this fucking counter. And yeah. I was like... Talk about going from one to ten uh, real like, quick. What, yeah, dude? <laughs> yeah. More pie guy interactions. Um, it, the, the, my pious fa- interaction? <laughs> pious, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, my favorite line of dialogue from this is where uh, the pie guy was like, yeah, I saw two girls hot as fuck, blonde, you know, mid twenties, like early twenties, that kind of thing. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Jason's like, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, or something like, oh, like that. Yeah, it's a little oh, weird. A little strange. I mean, they were. <laughs> they were, but it, it, like uncle talking about his niece, like, yeah, she's fucking hot. Dude. I think Pornhub has desensitized that. <laughs> <laughs> uncle no uncle. say uncle he said got her in an arm bar uncle chan <laughs> yeah uh, dude so yeah he, he really kind of gathers no information except for the fact that there was a blue truck that was a gmc mm-hmm. and said that it was a sweet ride mm-hmm. which luckily well, this town has like 200 people in it so <laughs> the bumper sticker on the back says my other ride is your mom <laughs> So we know who we're dealing with here. These are bad people. They are not smart people. I wonder how many times that was true for somebody. Yeah. Like looking back at it, I'm like, wow, that's actually like super dark. Right. <laughs> we go back to this. We go to the DMV first, which is really just a very pitter patter scene where they're looking for the. N- do we go to the DMV first, or do we so go to... So, this is... I have in my notes that at this point, um, the cop shows... He's so suspicious of what's going on. We have to go on. to the DMV first, because we go to the police station after. We don't go to the DMV yet, because you're talking about the twins, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. That happens after what I'm about to talk about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so... The cop is suspicious of what's going on because he's had the initial interaction with Jason. And mm-hmm. this is where he's like, you tell that fucker to burn the truck with the girls too. Right. And everything. Gets off the phone, comes back, and like the girls are fucking oh, not. They, right, are, right. they are not in their shipping containers anymore. Unbeknownst to him. He's right. just not paying attention. He's got his gun drawn. This is a very like trigger happy cop too, by the way. Just incidentally. Also, I'd like there. to point out that we did have kill number one. Uh, kill number yeah, we fu- didn't call it. We didn't kill, call it. Kill number fucking one. Yep. Curly haired guy. Because Katie not only seduced that fucker, she like ripped his throat out with her teeth, which was sick as fuck. So that's it's where so that hot. that's where the even limbs have teeth. We get it. Yeah, yeah got there. They didn't rip her teeth out. Yeah. They did make a comment earlier too, where it's like, if you want to keep all your teeth, I was like, oh, uh-huh. that can't be. Good. Never mind. <laughs> it, so, could, it could be conducive. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the. Um, Katie and Sloan have both like sneaked into the cop's car mm-hmm. and taken it for themselves. And he kind of just like tells oh, them. He's, he's watching them drive. Well, he's like, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> so they are now free. We have a moment of like heroic, you know, release mm-hmm. from the fact that like we were in prison for all this time mm-hmm. and all these terrible things happened to us and that kind of thing. And uh, weirdly enough, they immediately drive by two more girls that are mm-hmm. both hitchhiking, and they don't say anything to the girls. Like, which you know, is weird. My this is this is really my only critique with this movie, like because it's not, mm-hmm. it doesn't support the plot for them not to talk to the girls. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't like, really just go the other direction. 
your gut instinct as soon as you saw people that like you knew exactly what was going on with us, <laughs> especially since they like talking to strangers so much right <laughs> would be to warn We've them stranger would be to warn them of what's ahead if yeah. they continue you know doing what they're doing and that kind of thing but then they have a moment they exchange a couple of glances and they decide we absolutely it's very artistic yep we absolutely have to go back and kill every single one of these people or they're never going to stop mm-hmm. doing this right? exactly you know what i mean and so now we are at the dmv yeah, so we meet these two, like, 80-plus-year-old twins that have been working there since the dawn of the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> and my man starts, like, describing the truck. Or Jason. My man Jason starts mm-hmm. describing the truck. Uh, and, you know, it's a it's a blue GMC and this, that, and the other. And he's like, if it helps narrow it down, I do know what the bumper sticker says. Mm-hmm. They're like... And he tells him, you know, uh, my other ride is your mom. And the first one's like, what do you think that means? And the other, and the twin sister goes, he's talking about fucking Marge. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my heavens. Oh my Lanta. <laughs> Help my time of day. <laughs> you know? and so, yeah, that, that's kind of it. But the girls have pulled up to hardware store and this oh, this yeah. is this is where john and i like my first time watching this this is where like oh it's gonna be one of those movies <laughs> Dude, it, it feels like when ash walks into mm-hmm. the shed for the first time and he's like picking out his arsenal suit the fuck up yeah. my, my girls are grabbing like six hammers at a time mm-hmm. and tennis balls to shove nails through mm-hmm. There's other stuff. <laughs> but there was there was like so much gravity brought to this. They even brought like, this was the weirdest weed eater I had ever seen because mm-hmm. it was like just a square. Yeah. There wasn't like the strands that come off. Mm-hmm. It was just a square blade. <laughs> you just put squares in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little bit off center and it fucks with your ear. <laughs> um. Yeah, OCD is not quite like that. Not my favorite. Yeah, OCD is more so like, hey, I'm going to need you to not stick that stop sign in your ass. I wasn't going to. Yeah, yeah, but I need you to not do that. Tell me that you're not going to do that. That's what, what are OCD... you talking about? OCD, dude. What? I'm not. I need you to not stick that stop sign in your ass. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My OCD peeps out there listening to this right now, you fucking get it. <laughs> you fucking get it. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. Believe me, someone being OCD does not mean your house is clean. <laughs> that is not what that means. Anyways, uh, so we... <laughs> I'm telling you, we're getting those t-shirts. Hell to say. Yeah. Anyways, so speaking of t-shirts, we actually have our line that has dropped. If you're listening to this, you've probably already seen our reel so far. Mm -hmm, We mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. charging $30 per t-shirt, which is actually going to be part of a February drive for My Bloody Valentine. So definitely get in on that. Uh, If you are part of our Patreon, first tier is 10% off. Second tier is 15% off. And fucking our 666 tier is 20% off. Mm -hmm. That being said, if you, you know, subscribe to our 666 tier, I'll probably just buy you one. I'll probably send you one. (laughs) Fuck, you can have mine. (laughs) I wouldn't do that to my worst enemy. (laughs) Only one previous owner. (laughs) (laughs) But no, definitely check us out. Message us at underthefourwords5 at gmail.com and or DM us at 
our Instagram, which is the same profile under the four words five. Um, why is it five? Pentagram has five sides. Yeah, man. Just like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yep. <laughs> we have arrived at Boris's house. Dude, and this is like, this scene to me feels just like uh, reading the V for Vendetta comic mm-hmm. for the first time. Because you don't start, Jesus, yeah, you yeah. Know, you know why? Because yeah. you don't start off small. You don't blow up the Bailey. No. You blow up Parliament. Parliament. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what they did. They didn't fucking kill the people who had you know sexually assaulted mm-hmm. them first. They killed the guy that makes it fucking happen. Right. The guy who's making money off of if this. If you cut off the head, the body will die. <laughs> Unless it's a Hydra. hundred percent. Hail Hydra. <laughs> And this this is one of those, like, okay, so like we talked about earlier, you know, maybe the question that people have on their minds at this point is how can you love a movie that deals with themes like this? So, like, you know. Just, and it's the rest of this movie. It's part of the plot, right? And, and that kind of thing. It's part of their, their story. It's part of their, you know, mm. all of this kind of shit. How do you enjoy something? How could something like this be entertaining without being just, like, gore porn or whatever the fuck? You know right. what I mean? Okay. This is about taking your fucking power back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is delicate for us to talk about because there is that line of like, it's not a matter of the fact that they did this, they took their power back, Mm -hmm. but it's a matter of they chose to take their power back in this form. And I think there's a lot of forms of that for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to trounce on anyone that has chosen to do this in any kind of different manner. Exactly. And I fucking loved watching this. And for people like me, too, it was one of those things where I like, yes, thank you. Thank you for doing this. fucking cheers for sweet revenge. Yeah, exactly. And it's also the heroic element, too, like I mentioned earlier, making sure that they never hurt anyone ever again. Because honestly, I love Mm antiheroes. And that's kind of what... I feel like this paradigm turns into... Yep, real fast. Really fast, fast. because not everybody can be Batman, not everybody can be Wonder Woman. I gotta tell you, if something like this Mm -hmm. had happened to me or somebody else that I loved, I would erase that person from the face of the Mm -hmm. earth. And this is not... uh, Well, I'm gonna... (laughs) I'm going to bring you to justice. No, I'm going to beat you to death with my bare hands. I will not destroy Zordon. I will obliterate his entire legacy. It will be as if Zordon never existed. Rita! (laughs) Finally, a real man. (laughs) Go, go, Power Rangers, motherfuckers. Anyway. (laughs) We get what we get. This is my, this is like my favorite, like, this is probably honestly like top 10 kills of all time for me. That's real shit. You know what I mean? This this is a really, really good kill. This is a really good kill. Do you want to break it down? No, 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 no. Definitely take this one. Okay, so um, Boris comes in and he does the thing that I think it's pronounced Boris, but. Perhaps. I can't roll my R's. I speak French, not anything else that rolls R's. (laughs) This is right there, Sada. <laughs> so I have no idea what that means. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so we we are like he comes in, he drops his pants, which is just I I don't know about you, but like I don't like free ball it around the house like that. Anyway, I've we, learned my lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why I knock. I'm not on a list yet, it's, so that's good. It's why I knock first. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> he goes to the, he goes to the fridge, grabs a beer. You know what I mean? And he like here's the like. 
we see a record player go like we see somebody put like the needle oh, on yeah, the record yeah. and that kind of he's a very like, feminine hand and he's like yeah and he's like well that don't make no sense why'd there be you know what I mean and like just real quick he like kind of looks and he turns around tennis ball with fucking nails in it to the cheek to really kind of like encompassed around his eye mm-hmm. he looked like Mike Tyson's tattoo <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, pulls it out without wincing or without exhibiting any signs of, like, shock or anything like that. Almost like he knew that this was coming, right? I would hope that the people of this world that do shit like that know that that's coming. That, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Take your like, fucking power back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, prey on the fear of people that have hurt you. Absolutely. Um, so... The girls are standing behind him, and they are armed to the fucking teeth. Right? Yeah. We have a we have a stick. We got a bunch of knives. We got a bunch of There's like barbed stuff. wire <laughs> guns and shit. You know, not guns, but like hammers and that they kind didn't of thing. Want you guns. know, guns. I mean? um, get a scene cut, and Boris has been tied to the table. Mm-hmm. Just like quick, like it doesn't matter how he got there. He's there now, right? You the know. The only thing I want to touch on in that previously in that scene yeah. was uh, when Sloan. They have like. Again, those really awkward cuts where it's like, uh, 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 mm-hmm. and they're just like throwing more of those uh, spiked tennis balls. Mm-hmm. Katie makes a comment to her where it's like, oh, you're feeling better. And it's like she's, that mm-hmm. is for her character, that is her taking her power back. Yep. And she is ready to fucking take on mm-hmm. the rest of this fucking She's movie. kind of on Sloane's level now in, in yeah. terms of that, like, just willing to do whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I thought that was kind of neat. It's like, okay, we can finally, like, align. The Avengers mm-hmm. have assembled. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so, yeah. It, and he is, um, uh, Boris is now tied to the table. Uh, his pants and his underwear are now off and mm-hmm. everything. And it's like he's bleeding from everywhere you can imagine and that kind of thing. He's like, I have money. They're like, cool, tell us where the money is and we won't kill you. Yeah, he's like, okay, it's in a it's in a green toolbox and, and, and it's in the other room. And they're like, sick. And they go and get it. And they're like, okay, cool, we got your money. Okay, it's time for you to die now. <laughs> he's like, you said you weren't going to kill me. We yeah, lied. Yeah, I lied to you. That makes us liars. <laughs> Which, honestly, is still better than being a rapist. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, 100%. Which I will say they do... Uh, yeah, go ahead and finish this kill. I'm gonna well, let... So, essentially, like, Sloane is, like, strapping knives to the end of the stick and tying them with what I assume is, like, It's like a wire. little slugger that you would get at, like, the baseball stadium. Okay, okay, cool. It's it's almost like a... Uh, like I a thought no- it was a tree branch, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it was thicker. Okay, cool. It's and a, more it's solid. A, it's a thick boy. It's a big tree branch. <laughs> This is Louisville on the side of it. <laughs> Sam Raimi tree branches. <laughs> One of those Barry Bonds tree branches. <laughs> it's like, whoa, baby. And she she gives a look at um, Katie and it's like, I don't know. Do you think this is enough? And she's like, oh, let's do a little more. A little more. Okay, you're right. <laughs> they walk behind him and skewer him via his rectum. Yeah. You know. I was going to say they butt sexed him with a bunch of barbed wire. They did that like, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> And he kind of gives us like, <laughs> four kill number, kill number two, fucking two. Let's kill go. Kill number fucking two. Let's go. Via sodomy. He is not quite dead yet, as we'll find out in a minute. But like, he the, might as well. He be. might as well be. The writing is officially on the wall. I've turned some guts to soup before. <laughs> that dude's guts are like borscht. <laughs> It's the Russian name, isn't it? <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> it's that Slavic fucking <laughs> name. Let's go. 
we're at weird times right now, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. So that felt, uh, and this is the part where I'm kind of like, and this is what I was saying earlier about how, you know, enjoying a movie of this caliber and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. This is the part where you can sit back and just watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know how this is going to go down from here on out, right? See, that's why Dead Snow was so good. I fundamentally disagree. (laughs) But that's okay. (laughs) Uh, So, the last thing the girls did get was the information on who was in the pig mask, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, as they're peeling out, um, or getting, I guess there's like this weird intermediary scene where that we don't see, where like... Uh, Jason and the girls just cross paths mm-hmm. on their way, like in into the interior and one way to the car, and they just don't, I, they they just don't see each other. I guess mm-hmm. Jason goes inside. He's like, "Oh my god, that's a semi alive body." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what he said. Did he say anything to him? Did they have a? They had a line of dialogue with each other, right? All I remember is that yeah, he just kind of died. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he ends up back at the police station eventually, and the the, the sheriff comes around. He's like, oh, he didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's officially our kill number two wrapped up in a nice little ribbon. But, yeah, Jason, like, narrowly misses the girls as they have now taken the blue GMC out mm-hmm. on the road and that kind of thing. Um, West Virginia. So, <laughs> so, Jason, like I said, is in the police station. He's talking to the sheriff. Um, he gets a phone call and the guy's like, is that from the wife? And Jason's like, yeah, man, you know how that is, you know? And the cop's like, what's his name? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The cop's like, are you going to answer it? He's like, no, I'm going to call my niece one more time. He hangs up. He like ignores the call, calls his niece and you hear them. Coming from the cop's fucking pocket. (laughs) Just like that sigh that the cop has. Yeah. And Jason does the same thing. God fucking (laughs) Like, it was like that scene in Tombstone where Wyatt Earp is looking at the guy that's about to pull the trigger. He's like, oh, hell. (laughs) Like, he knows it's about to go down, right? Cop draws a gun and everything. Um, You're coming with me, Jason. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. And that's the extent of that sequence. Yeah. I'll let you take it from here. We we get back with the girls and they are uh, just kind of jamming to music. It's like an over, you know. Well, it's, it's the music montage happens mm-hmm. because uh, they both go into the church. They pull up to the front, and mass is getting out. I guess it's Sunday. I mm-hmm. don't fucking know. I guess people. I, I can't tell if they're Baptists and go to church every day, or if it's just that time of the week. Yeah, it just <laughs> is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And we see so earlier in the movie when we see the pig man, he does reveal a cross, like just mm-hmm. a blacked out cross on his forearm, which is a ridiculous oversight to make as somebody that is committing <laughs> like literal felonies on the regular yeah. like this. You know what I mean? Probably shouldn't reveal something that would identify you to somebody like for somebody who admired secrecy, mm-hmm. right? Who had to wear the mask so nobody could know who he was and that kind of thing. And especially because whatever connotation this movie tried to portray about the pig man was he was supposed to be like the darkest out of everybody the right. three people that were doing these certainly the most acts. sinister yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. he was the one that like broke sloan mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. Uh, and you know the girls see the tattoo from the truck and then he like is standing in the pul- or not the pulpit but the altar mm-hmm. and uh sloan walks in through the back door and is like hey motherfucker and mm-hmm. he's just like fuck you bitch i have the power of jesus christ mm-hmm. and then he gets hit in the head <laughs> with a bat 
And Sloan just goes, I have a BFF. <laughs> the writing was incredible. <laughs> that shit landed so hard. It was great. It was like if they had made Heathers into like this type of movie. Right. <laughs> So now we cut to this like montage of them like driving around to like this really nice like indie like country mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. and they pull up to this gas station and as it turns out they've been dragging the, the, <laughs> min- the minister the whole time. Yep. Fucking we- uh Hector style from you know <laughs> The practical effects were incredible because mm-hmm. his face was like all torn and bloodied mm-hmm. and like shit was missing off of him. He's missing a foot. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking entangled in himself with his broken bones. And he's just... still like spouting off psalms and shit. <laughs> he, you know what I mean? He's still completely justified, of course. This is another instance of, uh, you can trace it back to uh, when they go to the store to get the artillery mm-hmm. and such initially. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you know that this movie was directed by a man yep. because all of these shots between that and when they're walking into the gas station are just like from the bottom looking up at their cheeks. Mm. Like, <laughs> yep. And it, it was just so funny because they walked in and they're covered in blood. It's the same one that we were actually at earlier in the mm-hmm. movie. Uh, what was funny was it was not a girl. It was a dude this time. And he was like the most... He has, nev- uh, he has never seen two more beautiful creatures in his entire life. He's never life. touched a titty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, matches, please. And they're like covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Smiling. <laughs> ear to ear grins and that kind of thing. And, the, and the, like what was so funny to me was like their transformation as characters too. It, like they had definitely dipped into the realm of like psychosis a little sure. bit. You know what I mean? Certainly after going through what they went through and everything, but they have like a hundred percent assumed their new roles in that kind uh, of thing. Yeah. And it's like, we are Avengers. <laughs> well, and honestly it even levels out at the very end because it, it feels like they are, they become monsters to mm. destroy monsters and then they yep. just go back to their life. Yep. A hundred percent. Um, so they come back out to the priest, uh, they douse him with some gasoline, light him on fire. Four! Kill number three. Kill, Kill number fucking three. three. Let's go. The holy flames. Let's go. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Clap it up. Cleansed in hellfire! <laughs> hellfire! <laughs> I'm not gonna finish that and get the Disney police on me. <laughs> so next... So now we get back to uh, Jason, who has been abducted by Sheriff Andrews. He's been brought back to the house... And he's actually abducted the two girls that we saw earlier as well and is probably about to assault them. Which I guess is what the point of them existing was, was Mm -hmm. we had to get other girls in there somehow to get the cop distracted from the fact that, like, two people that he has done these things to are walking freely right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? He doesn't care. anywhere. Sheriff don't give a fuck. Not to mention they are the girls that this guy is looking for. So you're telling me that these girls aren't looking for this guy now? (laughs) Jason is, like, he's, like, gagged at this point. He's you know, yeah, right. And they, they're just going. They're, it's done, right? Yeah, so uh, he ties him to a thing, and it's, it was really funny because he's just like, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to get out of here. He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> he walks back into the other room. The door closes at some point because the door is closed by Katie and Sloan. Mm-hmm. And this is my favorite fucking kill in this movie. Go for it then. So, Take it. Because this felt like so much like revenge to me mm-hmm. is Katie, who um, respectively was assaulted specifically by Sheriff Andrews. Mm-hmm. They leave the girls tied up to the chairs the whole time, which is kind of weird to More me. More dark humor. 
But the matches come back. Mm-hmm. She ha- she says, "All right, pick uh, pick a hand." Mm-hmm. And he picks the first Left one. Hand. Yeah, he picks the first one, and it only has one bullet in it. And she's like, "Oh, you're lucky." And then they turn around to uh, Sloan. She goes, "Okay, now pick a hand." <laughs> <laughs> And she un- unveils five matches from his choice. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, not so lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this game was, uh, it was like Russian roulette. So each match was another shot. Was so your multiplier. It was, it was one <laughs> bullet, but five shots. Right. Which for me was kind of funny because I was thinking to myself like, okay, well, what if statistically you're just dead? Like, what if it's mm-hmm. five, but two bullets? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they go through uh, handing the revolver back and forth for each round. And uh, each time he gets more and more intense. Just, oh, I don't want to fucking die. You fucking bitches. <laughs> Which, this is the second instance where he goes, I can give you money. And Katie delivers my favorite line in this whole fucking movie. He's why does everyone around here have money? Did you guys just like avoid the financial crisis? <laughs> It's a fair point. So five shots go off. Five fucking shots mm-hmm. of this revolver go off with nothing. Yeah. And he just turns because he thinks that he's like won the game. Please he's like, let me go. He's like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then he goes, I'll never. And Katie just turns around and blows his fucking brains out with the last shot. And I was like, I am so hard right now. Four. <laughs> Kill, Kill number, number four. four. Kill number fucking four. Sheriff Andrews via dome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was super sick. Uh, notably, like they they neither reengage with the detective nor do they like let the girls. Out. I guess the girls escape on their own, or do they let the girls out? I'm sorry, they let the girls out because they, the girls that were there are the, are the ones that release Jason, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then they just really have the last set of kills. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, two brothers, and we've got a mama that makes dope ass blueberry pie. Yeah, it's a shame that she uh, left her roofies out, I guess. Because the, <laughs> yep. Which, it's funny because she was drinking a box of bagged wine. Because mm-hmm. I've definitely used that brand before. And I was saying to myself, like, did they inject the bag with the roofies? Right. Did you leave powder in the bottom of this glass that right. she just didn't see? Right. <laughs> yeah, that one confused me a little bit, too. But, whatever. Who, who gives a shit? Because mom has now been roofied. Mom has now been roofied. She wakes up and she's looking into baby Jed's eyes. Mm-hmm. And he has a noose around his neck. He is gagged. He is on his knees on top of a stack of books. Right? I'm still convinced they should have stuck something in his butt. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> Would have been on brand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it, it was uh, it was just one of those things. Uh, he's kneeling on top of this bookcase. He's got the hangman's noose around his neck. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Mom... Everything is going to be okay. And she's like, son, everything is going to be okay. <laughs> and I can't remember what movie it was. Um, oh, it was fucking Dark Knight. Of course, how to, how, like, not Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell him. Tell him everything's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. Lie to him. <laughs> like I lied to Rachel. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, damn. Yes, dude. Yeah, I think Katie is the one that kicks the books out. He falls. Mm. The noose isn't The attached. noose wasn't tied to yeah, anything. it's just more playing with the food kind of thing. They're like, it's okay. The noose was a distraction. We're going to beat him to death with bats in front of you. <laughs> and, that, and that's kind of what happens, right? It's just, it's like, uh, I think um, 
was it Sloan that that swung the bat? Right. They both did. They both. Beat they both the got in there. Sloan, Sloan threw the first one. I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And she, they they both jump in. Uh, so they beat him to death on the ground, and of course she's like, like uh, the mom is like freaking out and having a meltdown. It's like, dude, you're a sex trafficker and your son's a rapist. Like, mm-hmm. there, <laughs> there is no sympathy. This was coming. Yeah. Yeah. I am judgment. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't get that reference, you should listen to our Patreon-exclusive episode of V for Vendetta, which is part of our $13 a month for our out-of-the-box comic specials. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> let's throw in kill number fucking five. Kill number fucking five, Jedediah bitch tits. Mm-hmm. The boy. <laughs> the boy. <laughs> Not men. Mm-hmm. Boys. <laughs> so, my favorite part about this sequence is the fact that they left the mother in a rolly chair mm-hmm. so they could slide her over to the next panel where next Lucas scene. was. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. And for what it's worth, like, we didn't, I mean, a, a lot of, like, Lucas's personality isn't revealed outside of the segment that we really, like, skipped over it's and very, that kind of thing. It's, yeah, it's very subtle, but it is revealed in that where he feels yep. like he's the only creature with apathy that we run into. Mm-hmm. He, but not enough to stop to, to not participate in yeah, it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, obviously, in, in a best-case scenario, you are you are still in support of it. Yeah. You're still an accessory to this. You know what I mean? So Or worse. Yeah. Or, you, or you, you could be worse. You could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that reference. Why are you not listening to our Patreon mm-hmm. yet? Red State 2 has already been confirmed. Like, how are you not... <laughs> yes. How are you not going to listen to our take on Red State? Before you see the sequel, you Before you see, Yeah, exactly. How are you even going to know what's going on, you fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> we got entertainment for the whole family. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so they essentially play on the fact that he has some semblance of moral fiber to him and sure. that kind of thing, right? Well, out of all of the redneck rapists that, you know, are a part of this town, he You're was all right. He was the nicer one, you know. So she throws him the bat or Sloan throws him the bat mm-hmm. while uh uh Katie is pointing the gun at him. Mm-hmm. And Sloan just goes, "Hit your mother with the bat." <laughs> and she's like, do not hit me with that. Bat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honey, I need you to put the bat down. <laughs> and he, he thought about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah. He even like walks up to her. He fucking like pins it back. Just, I can't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. And they're like, oh man, that's such a shame that we're going to have to execute you. You want to die here <laughs> on your knees? <laughs> and this death was incredible too. Cause like he gets down on his knees. They blow his fucking brains out. And then, Katie like hands the gun gun to Sloan and Sloan gets to put it in his hand. Because they're like he has to have prints on him, right? She has to yeah. he has to have prints on him. And she goes, shoot him in the face again. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on Dexter once. I was like, I have watched all of Dexter. There and there's also not a human being on the face of this earth that has shot themselves in the face twice. Fire one. Oh damn it. <laughs> Fire two. <laughs> Sorry, especially not like off center of your forehead. Right. Like there's mm. just, that's brain impact. Mm-hmm. You are dead. Yep. <laughs> that's break angle shit. You know what I mean? And of course she's like, "You fucking bitches! You fucking bitches!" And they're like, "Okay, well, yeah, duh, mm-hmm. we're monsters because you're monsters." Mm-hmm. And she goes. Uh, you don't have to do this. I have money, which is funny that she didn't offer up the money initially the entire yeah, yeah. time. She still had a version of reality in her head where she made this out alive and she got to keep the money too. Not her kids. Right. 
She goes, okay, well, tell us where the money is and you, we won't kill you. And we're Lots like, oh, we've seen this already. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, oh, it's it's in the cookie jar. Classic. <laughs> yeah, man. So they they pull the money out and they go back downstairs and they're like, all right, cool. We're going to kill you with the weed eater that we bought earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, you said you weren't going to kill me. You said you weren't going to kill me. Yeah, we lied. <laughs> That's so crazy that we lied to rapists. <laughs> Four kills number six and seven. Yeah, and it was so gratifying. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking gratifying. Because it's like, drink this wine, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna pass the cup. And the, the funny part of this whole movie is, so we actually cut to the very end now is uh, the two girls, they're about to leave for New York, right? Mm-hmm. And Jason's like, they can take care of themselves to the mom. They're pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, okay, end movie. But it was funny that, like, I don't know, it, ju- it just felt like it was very abrupt. Because it's like, Jason knew everything that happened. It's He's a detective. It's not like he didn't know that yeah. fucking five people were murdered in mm-hmm. this town. <laughs> totally. And it's not like they didn't tell him either because we knew who they had become in that moment and everything, right? Yeah, So I'm exactly. sure that this was all perfectly clear to him. He's just, let's sweep that one under the rug. <laughs> He's like looking at Lucas's body and talking to the CSI. Like, how about you just like pretend like they knew what they were doing? <laughs> Say goodnight, Manuel. <laughs> Say goodnight, Manuel. <laughs> but yeah, that was even lambs have teeth. Yeah, man. Um, so what it, what would you rate this movie, man? Leaning into a six point five on this guy. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I think that I'm leaning into like six point eight. Okay. I don't think it's quite a seven. Yep. Because uh, I don't think there's quite enough content to kind of bolster that. Mm-hmm. But the dialogue was good for what it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I felt you lean on that one. Yep. Just like, eh. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty good. It was good for what it yeah. was. Um, it's a 6.5. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the acting, I thought, was really good. Mm-hmm. I, I really did think that everybody played their respective roles really well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there were a lot of redeeming qualities, I think, to this movie. And I think also... I have an affinity for revenge stories. 100%. And I think that how respectful this movie was. Because, mm-hmm. again, like, I think we did a really good job of... This movie's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's so much stuff to tiptoe around. Yeah. And, and like, I don't want to speak on it too clinically or certainly not from a place of experience or understanding or anything like that. But, like, I, sure. can't, I can't imagine anything more dehumanizing. Sure. Right? You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, to put somebody through and so to have those characters rise up and take their humanity back by mm-hmm. becoming exactly what these people wanted to create out of them and that kind of thing to usher in kind of a, a behold the pale horse kind You're of right, vibe you right, know what right. I mean oh and god so, Rob Zombie <laughs> it, it's so fucking sick and and like that was the thing for me is like you know when when we part of the reason why we didn't do this podcast the first time we watched this together mm-hmm. is because we were like it, do we need to tell this story do we need to review mm-hmm. this movie right because it does have an air of touchiness to it mm-hmm. and that kind of thing it's something that we for our brand want to like not play yeah, with you yeah, know what yeah. i mean not not make light of and that sort of thing but the fact that it resolves the way it resolves 
um, our heroines get out of this perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they they are like well adjusted back into society and that kind the of thing. The way they go about it the, is so on brand. And it's just like, it, it's it's almost like the kills in this movie when they get back in the fray and start firing themselves and mm-hmm. that kind of thing are like borderline comedic. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit comic. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I appreciated the most about this is mm-hmm. that we could still turn something that's so fucking god awful into something that's entertaining, right? Mm-hmm. So. Because again, like you look at movies like I Spit on Your Grave and uh, Caged Animals and stuff like that, and it's it's not that same level. It's like the whole movie revolves around what can be gross about it, as opposed to what can be what can be lively about it. And mm-hmm. like I'll even go as far as to say there was I'm not going to go too deep into it, but there are some meetings that are out there, and one of the topics uh, was suicide. Mm -hmm. And one of them that I really enjoyed was there was a person that was in it that said, you know, because a lot of that kind of stuff can go downhill, which a lot of those movies will. Well, they'll just doom spiral on the one aspect of this movie. But he said in the meeting that right now we're focusing on a lot of the raw feelings and a lot of what's bad but we're not trying to focus on the solution Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what these girls did which was really cool to me and that again that's a solution that's for them it's not for everybody and i respect whatever anybody does so that they can make themselves sleep at night you know but it's cool to see that Mm -hmm. you know and and again the fact that they did so much of this movie so respectfully to be able to walk into that and it gave just as much gravity Mm-hmm. for me yeah. I, don't, I don't think we lost out by not having a 30 minute scene that we didn't need yeah yeah, yeah. and that was part of what i respected about the way that this was made too it gave you just enough to appreciate to feel what, it to what they had been through mm-hmm. and it stopped yeah right you know what i mean there they didn't show anything that it didn't need to it mm-hmm. didn't go de- you know it, it i i appreciate that just as somebody that like again has a lot of sympathy yeah right you know like that compassion element yeah. and that kind of thing too because like we, you certainly as a creator don't ever want to like put somebody off from one of your projects yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, and so i i just i appreciated it from that standpoint. i deal with that as a writer as well 100%. like it just uh, actually some of the stories you'll be hearing here very shortly Which i'm stoked for you want to plug that real quick yeah actually do final thoughts um, first or like what are you feeling yeah i mean i'm down to do final thoughts and we'll plug it at the end cool um watch it again recommend it 100 percent. i will say uh if you were to w- recommend this to a friend always give trigger warnings for stuff like sure. this because there's plenty of stuff where like when we watch like seven deadly sins if you want to know what that is subscribe to our patreon because you'll know that by the time we're taking a break yep but it's one of those things where that element was in it but it wasn't the most prevalent point mm-hmm. so it's like if you're gonna protrude that that has to be known for people like you can't just walk up to somebody and be like this movie was fucking awesome you should mm-hmm. watch it they watch it and now they have to spend six hundred dollars in therapy because they're fucking triggered beyond yeah, belief. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like that's totally, just, yeah. it's just fucked up. It's but, one of those right audience kind of things. Exactly. I think and I've I have recommended this movie to mm-hmm. people and people that have watched it that I've recommended it to love this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and understandably so. But those were also people that I was specifically targeting to be like I know that you would like this movie. Yeah, you exactly. know, and I and I know. I mean, this is part of it. Mm-hmm. And I and like honestly, for me, and I think people shouldn't be afraid of doing this. Is like sum that part up. Mm-hmm. You know, make that part of the dialogue. Be like, hey, this is what happens. And I t- I told Sean actually, I was like, hey, so this is the plot of the movie. 
This takes up about 10 minutes and it's done respectfully. Mm -hmm. If you want to watch it, let's do it. If not, I totally get it. Because yeah. like, what am I going to do? Like force somebody to fucking watch this shit? Like, no. <laughs> no way. Um, but my final thoughts are, if you haven't watched this movie, again, a free ad is... It's on Tubi. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing movie. It's totally free. You can grab it for free right now. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You Fini can finish listening to this and, and just go, go watch it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it yeah. is an hour and 18 minutes. Mm -hmm. but Who doesn't well, have an hour and 18 minutes to watch something that makes you feel better at the end of it? Yeah, you know exactly. And yeah. I do. I feel yeah. better after watching that justice movie. Justice is so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Street justice is even better. But what about you, man? Yeah, like that. Uh, you you pretty much encapsulated it for me, man. Um, watch it again, totally. Um, recommend it. Like I, I, it's certainly one of those things, like you said, where it's it's important to know your audience and the yeah. people that you're recommending it to and that kind of thing. But like, this is one of those that, like, you know, we've we've dealt with movies that or we've we've reviewed movies that deal with suicide and that kind of thing. And like, it, it's just it, there there are people that are going to be triggered by it. And you have to respect that. At yeah. the end of the day, you have to like take that in consideration when you're talking about things like this. I also feel like horror in general is also just one of those genres, right? Mm -hmm. There are people that don't like blood. Okay, this probably isn't the movie for you, right? <laughs> we'll give you a nice possession movie where nobody gets cut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's not judgment on my part or anything like that. Like you, yeah. you, like, you know what I mean? Some it's people just, like The Conjuring for some reason. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, this is this is one that I would say generally, like if you made it through this podcast and you feel like you can handle it go for it yeah you know what i mean you'll probably enjoy it if you haven't seen yeah it, right absolutely um but yeah i'll do a quick plug uh so we're getting towards the end of our season right now we're probably going to take a break somewhere in january to get ourselves together so actually if you are not part of our patreon yet we have lost episodes for you. That's right. Mm -hmm. If you are part of as low as our $3 tier, we will still be releasing episodes mm -hmm. for all of you. And they're scattered out through all of this season. They're from ancient backlogs to mm -hmm. everything else in between. <laughs> Truly ancient. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, I really didn't fucking put that out. Um, but you, if you are in our, if you are a patron of us, you will never go without content. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we stand by. Cause it's like, if you're paying us, you still get content. Yeah. I, I refuse to be a content creator or something of this caliber and not give people their money's worth. If, they, if they're, exactly. if they're generous enough to support us monetarily and that kind of mm -hmm. thing, that, that, that makes me feel so valuable mm -hmm. to you guys, everybody that's listening and everything. And so we want to make sure that we are flooding you mm -hmm. with stuff that you can continue. I can't imagine a world where people are like, Oh fuck! Under the floorboards came out. I got to spin it right now. You know, that's so surreal to me. Yeah, but it's like yeah, if you're yeah. a part of that crowd and that kind of thing, we want to continue to reward you for your continued love and support because it means the fucking world to us. Absolutely. And also, I'd like to point out uh, we will be doing a couple things for Christmas as well. Uh, we just recorded our mini sode, which is many of many, mm -hmm. many of many, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, we, we did, uh, so Mike Petchy. So if you have not listened to his podcast yet, uh, it's, uh, the love of behind the scenes. Uh, he is a short film director who mm -hmm. just released 12 kilometers to certain people. So I'm one of like 12 K mm -hmm. as well as Eric right now, uh, who got to watch this. Yeah. So if you go on Mike Petchy's page and you DM him and say, Hey, 
these are my top three horror movies. If he agrees with you, he will send you an access mm-hmm. code for a one-time shot to watch a short Which is film. really fucking dope. Yeah, I was actually... <laughs> Did I you was, feel kind of yeah, validated? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> damn. Felt kind of hot for a second, you know? I don't even want to tell our subscribers <laughs> what I put. Because <laughs> then they'll have 45 people that just... Like <laughs> yeah, 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 true. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to earn that shit. Yeah, dude. sorry, man. That yeah. That's what are your tops. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to us, you probably have really good taste in horror. I'm I not even agree. <laughs> um, as well as uh, by the end of this year, we have a little Christmas present for you guys. Uh, one of our first UTF productions, which will be a short story written by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and clap it up because, like, this is one of those things that we were talking about. Like, not to cut you off, but like, this is one of those things we were talking about where it's like giving y'all extra content. Mm-hmm. Okay, the thing you need to know about John and I is we are both writers. Mm-hmm. We are both avid like music nerds. We love mm-hmm. all forms of media and that kind of thing, and we intend to continue creating stuff like yeah. this for you. So go ahead. The, I was say like everything that we're doing right now for the podcast is the base floor, and mm-hmm. we, like Eric and I have talked about this before, where what we're doing right now is always going to happen. We are always going to provide this podcast. We are always going to do co- uh, musical, musical. Jesus Christ, we're doing a musical, <laughs> <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> but we are always going to do horror comedy review. Um, but the sky's the limit. We're going to give you guys so much more content mm-hmm. than you probably even want or would ever ask for. Yeah, plug your, plug your story. Go yeah, ahead. So Do you feel like calling out the title and everything right Sure, now? sure, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I wrote a short story uh, called My Sister's Footsteps. The concept is about a young woman who is... Actually, it's really weird that we're doing this movie to like... I know, right? To, that's to that's It's that. perfect. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So I'd like to go ahead and let, let everybody know if you haven't listened to um, our Friday the 13th episode. But again, I am Muskogee, so I guess I'm a native writer. But I did a story about a young woman who uh, runs away from the reservation uh, in a fight with her mom in search of finding her dad who is abducted by two less than reputable guys mm-hmm. questionable repute yes, yes. Qu- very very questionable uh what i will say because i don't want to give too much away because it's not it's again it's a short story mm-hmm. so i don't want to give too much of it away now what i will say is i feel as though and eric you've read it now too yeah. um it is as respectful if not more so than this movie was mm-hmm. so i feel like i treaded that line very lightly and please keep in mind too uh when i do these stories it is not comedic no 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 this is this is taking a and the one that i'm working on too compulsive is mm-hmm. the same way it's it's very much this is not under the floorboards that you know and love in, the, in terms of like we are poking fun at subjects is like we are doing what we review mm-hmm. filmmakers doing right right you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, yeah. like that's absolutely. that's kind of what we're trying to accomplish here is get our our foot in the door a little bit as well so absolutely so we'll have uh some guest readers for that as well which is super exciting uh some reoccurring people that really want to come back and again, we will be having uh, My Bloody Valentine next year, and we will have more updates that here in the next couple episodes, because I want to talk your ear off, because we've already done that for an hour and a half. Yeah, man. But Thanks for sticking around, by the way. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> this you is the longest outro we've ever had, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you guys again, all of our patrons out there. Thank you so much for making all of this possible. Um, I want to actually start thanking some of them specifically. Go for it. Uh, so we're going to start with uh, Stacy Beth. Uh, who, 
thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this. My thank you so queen. much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Eric's got some feels towards you. <laughs> I was surprised you weren't on that three-way call. But <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't feeling the three-way. <laughs> But Stacey, thank you so much for supporting us. You've been absolutely incredible. You've been a great friend to talk through, talk to through a lot of uh-huh. this. And as a fellow podcaster, guys, go out, listen to to avoid fainting. Mm-hmm. They are awesome. Uh, between Stacy, Beth, and or <laughs> Stacy Dash Beth, not yeah, comma. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, Stacy Ash and Lauren, yep. uh, they are absolutely incredible great friends and if we haven't called you out yet we will definitely be doing that soon uh there's one person that i would call out today but i want to wait till he's actually on our episode let's do it let's do it Uh, and i'm sure he's listening right yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) we love you buddy you know who the fuck you are Yeah. yeah thank you guys so much once again for joining us at under the floorboards where it creaks and cracks and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night